You are now listening to the Sons of Swanee Sportscast. Somebody say oh my and give them dog six. What's up, Sons? Welcome in to the summer edition of the Sons of Swanee Sportscast. Probably the one and only summer edition, TJ. Not sure. The dog days of summer. That's right. A lot of things going on. A lot of, you know, you got vacations, you got honeydew projects, you got beautiful weekends, beautiful weekdays. Yeah. Well, usually it's beautiful weekdays followed by rain on the weekends. Yes. That's how it yes. normally goes. Yeah. Stay, stay at work. Beautiful day. As soon as you get off. Rains all day. I wouldn't know about that right now. Wouldn't know about that. Yeah. But anyway. They all kind of blend in. <laughs> That's right. It's all the yeah. same for me right now. <laughs> That's all you got going for you. Anyways, welcome in. We want to thank everybody for joining us for our, I guess, would this be the first edition? Would this be the last edition of last school year or the first edition of the so new sports season? I thought about that season? and I, I wasn't sure where to go. However, the intro music is Encore by Jay-Z. So let's say it's like a... You know, the fans are chanting our name. They got their spotlights out on their phone. That's right. And they just won't let us leave. So we came back out on the stage and give you one more episode. Absolutely. So let's say this <laughs> truly closes the books on Absolutely. season two. Well, hey, this week's episode of the Sons of Swanee is brought to you by Inside Out Nutrition, the going to future expand Inside Out Nutrition, which you're currently drinking as yes. we speak. Yes, business is booming. I got the Rocket Pop with some passion fruit bobas. Gets me through today. You're, we're up here for 10 hours, so we, <laughs> we right. got we got to get through it. You got to do what you got to do, but we appreciate Brittany and all the girls, all their support. And uh, yeah, congratulations on the expansion. That's awesome. Yeah, man. Going to be right here in the middle of town now, not out, just out by the DG CrossFit community. No, they're, they're, they're putting themselves next to workout-related people, which makes sense. It's very good. It's this road's going to be a little bit easier to get down. Location, location, so location. That, I'm happy about that. So we decided to have and record this week because we have a lot of news, a lot of things that have happened over the last month, um, the most recent of which is probably the biggest news, TJ, and that is that yesterday, Live Oak's very own Bo Bonds was drafted in the 13th round yep. of the Major League Baseball draft by the Toronto Blue Jays. So certainly want to congratulate young Landon Bo on that. Um, he will be signing with the Blue Jays. I think they had kind of worked all that out before the pick came. And, um, you know, talked to his dad yesterday afternoon. Obviously, they're very excited, really excited, because the Blue Jays' spring training is in Florida. Yeah. So, you know, that's the luck of the draw. Is that in Dunedin? Is that what they do there? Dunedin, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so Bo won't be far from here. Now, Bo, as most people, or maybe not most people, but many people know, um, had a great outing in the regional at Texas A&M. He was pitching against TCU the last inning, the ninth inning. He went out, felt some discomfort. Coach came out and got him, ends up, you know, um, needing Tommy John surgery. So he had that surgery about a month ago. And so certainly I think that probably, um, you know, probably cost him some money in the draft. Yeah. But at the same time, I think Mo, Bo made a very wise decision and a smart decision because, you know, by signing now, you get to rehab with the major league team or with mm -hmm. the major league rehab type guys down yeah. at their spring training place. And so who knows how much that's worth. And also for Bo, you know, this was his third year of college. He had the extra COVID year. Yep. So he could have come back for two more years, but if you do that, 
Now you're starting you're, to lose leverage in the draft. Yeah, and you're getting to be an older guy for yeah, the draft. Absolutely. Really, what you want to do is leave after your third year of college, and yep. so that's what Bo did to maximize your, you know, your um, profitability. I guess you could call it. Yeah. In in the draft, and so he's done that. He'll be going on to Dunedin or going down there to Dunedin to rehab, and certainly wish him all the best and congratulate he and his family because I posted on Facebook yesterday. You know, Bo is obviously a, a great bulldog, has that mentality. I mean, he has that bulldog mentality, competes, gets after it. But not only that, he comes from a, a great family and a family that's done a ton for Swanee Athletics over the years. You know, his dad does so much without any recognition, ever wanting recognition, seeking out attention for it, you know, takes care of the middle school baseball field, mows the high school baseball yep. field. You just, you know, he just does a ton. And so certainly want to congratulate the entire family because it's a huge accomplishment. You know, not a lot of guys get drafted. And um, for him to do that and now have an opportunity to play professional baseball, you're one of a handful of guys in Swanee County history to be able to say you've done that. Yeah, absolutely. And like you said, Hunter, leaving college after your third year, especially in baseball, that's a big deal. Mm -hmm. And to have the season he had in his third year, you really you capitalize on your opportunity. You make the most of it. His ERA was just over three, finished first on a team with 83 strikeouts on a very good ball club. So very excited for him and heading north of the border to be a Blue Jay. That's right, Toronto Blue Jays. Yeah, man, it's pretty cool how that works or kind of neat how it works. You know, there's different teams who contact you and they're kind of not jostling because they don't know the others contacting you, but it's that's what the draft's all about, you know, is if you're in demand, well, yep. you kind of get chosen yep. earlier because yep. they don't want somebody else to pop you. And so that's uh, was really cool for him. Um, and also in college baseball news for Swanee, I guess you could say, um, Houston Morrell finished up his fourth year at Oklahoma State. And he has entered his name in the transfer portal. And what's funny is I didn't know Houston was in the transfer portal. And um, so one of my former teammates is a Division I assistant coach. And I was at my son's all-star tournament here in Live Oak, I guess, when Houston went in that morning because like an hour later I got a text like, hey, can you get me in touch with Houston Morrell? What can you tell me about Houston Morrell? And so um, – Justin Bruce had come up and was watching the tournament, and so I walked over to him and I said, "Hey, Houston's in the in the portal." He said, "Yeah, I know. I just got a text from X, Y, and Z college asking about him." <laughs> and right then, Daniel Tillman texted him from up in Tennessee, like, "Hey, I just got a text asking about Houston." So it's just it's crazy, News man. How it works fast. Yeah, I mean, you know, I just you know, you have connections through baseball, and so those connections come back sometimes, I guess, and try to see what kind of information they can get. But good luck to Houston because obviously. You know, based on that, he's going to have some opportunities to uh, go to some bigger schools. And, um, you know, he, he did what he was supposed to do, went out there, and I, I believe he's probably already got his degree. But now he's going to have an opportunity to, to play one more year somewhere else. And so certainly wish all the best for Houston. That's pretty cool as well. Yeah, and you – even as a freshman and a sophomore, he made – he started, what, what second base shortstop? You yeah, saw, he he's saw been all a lot of time. Yeah, yeah and he's been all over. here more recently – You've seen him coming out as a bullpen kind of guy, yeah. getting a little bit of work. So yeah. you, you showed your versatility. You, you clearly got some good highlights, whether it be on the mound or at the plate or in the field. So he definitely has shown position versatility and a willingness to do whatever is best for the team on a very good Oklahoma State ball club, I'll say oh, that. Yeah. You know, you, you crack that roster at any point in time and, and actually get some playing time, considering the team they had last year, You know that speaks highly for yourself. So, yeah, I don't doubt he'll be short on potential suitors on where he goes, and it'll be exciting to see where – where he goes because he was a very good player to watch at Swanee. It was fun to watch, and he was a part of a very fun Oklahoma State ball club. And wherever he goes next, best of luck, and we'll be sure to get you updated on that. Yeah, he definitely is a legit two-way guy, which adds value. Yeah. And so that's awesome. Um, and I guess wrapping up baseball news, 
I don't know. I know we haven't talked since. Mike Martin Jr. was fired. Yeah. And Link Jarrett. Your boy. That's right. Your former, boy. Former co- college assistant coach. Yeah. The guy that recruited me, Link yeah. Jarrett. Um, but, man, Link is going to – you know, he was the most in-demand name in the college coaching ranks, I guess you could say. But I think he'll do really well. He was – Link was an analytics guy before analytics were really a thing. Like, mm-hmm. he's always had that analytical mind, and that's kind of how he approached everything. It was a very – professional approach to everything now obviously he wasn't my position coach but he did recruit me and so obviously we spent a lot of time together and um had an epic game of trivial pursuit on the way to hattiesburg mississippi one day so was he like the area recruiter is that how he no 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 he was no he was um so he had gotten to mercer the year prior Mm -hmm. and so he was just the recruiting coordinator at mercer so so just just in general yeah he he had come down and recruited myself and one of my teammates from tcc and um Really, that was the first offer I got, and and um, after a visit, went ahead and committed, and so was with him for a year, and he left after my junior year and went to East Carolina, where he spent some time. He's had success everywhere he's been, but I think um, I think he'll really resonate well with the players because of how detailed, how professional the approach is, mm-hmm. and um, bringing his assistant. Now, I did. I was disappointed because I wanted my pitching coach from college, Jason Jackson, who we talked to last yeah. year on the pod who's now at Alabama, I was hoping that he would come back because it would have kind of brought everything full circle. Link went to Florida High right there next to campus in Tallahassee. Jason, He's familiar with the area, I would Jason say. went to Florida High. They're both Florida High guys. That would have been cool. And so um, for that to have happened would have been great. But he ended up bringing um, his staff from Notre Dame with him, which, hey, that's good too. And um, not like Jay Jack's hurting being out there in Tuscaloosa. So yeah, it's all good. All right. But um, yeah. excited to see what Link can do. I really am. I think um, – Give it a little time, and I think he'll do well there. You know, something we talked about with, with Bo Bonds, you know, the injury might have cost him some money down the, the stretch mm-hmm. and maybe slipped a little bit into draft. Link Jerry, you could say the exact opposite. Boy, that price tag kept going up yeah. and up and up. Yeah, no and you doubt. know what? I, I was the happiest person on earth to see Notre Dame defeat oh, he, the Tennessee. He did a solid favor. Knoxville Volunteers. I mean, they were so in un- Knoxville. They were man, s- that made it so sweet. So that price tag went up through the roof. They were and so boy- unlikable. Yeah. And what was great was Drew Gilbert, that outfielder. Who oh got man! Of course, he gets drafted by the Astros. You know? Oh <laughs> like, man! The yeah. unlikable train continues. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! Just go get your trash can lid, big dog. Oh and start my banging. gosh! Yeah, he is just fitting perfectly with that crap show yeah. out there. Yeah, he will. Do they bring the daddy hat with them? Whenever I don't they know, man. Did you see they banned that next year? Yeah, I saw that. No yeah. on-field props for home run celebrations. You know how they kind of like have like certain rules that. Whatever the name of it is, it's been nicknamed something else. Yeah. Can that just be called like the Tennessee Volunteers? Yeah, the role? Volunteer because that that's gonna be a big mm-hmm. one. Uh, yeah, the Tony Vitello rule or whatever. Hopefully, there's not much for them to celebrate next year. But that's a, that's yes, a good young ball club. Man, so they they're, they're going to be a problem. Yeah, say what you want. Yeah, they're going to be a problem. And that's that is the problem is that they're good. And so now yeah, that's, that's why we don't like them. That's how you're supposed to act. Or yeah, something. yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. It is what it is. It is what it is. But um, in other Swanee, so we got a lot. I mean, we we put this together like I said because we had a lot to cover today, and um, we'll hit on real quick. So the Hall of Fame inductees were announced um, late last week. And a four-man class this year. And I'll tell you, TJ, because, I mean, it's not a secret that I'm involved with it. Yep. It is really – there are so many names that are left that are legit. You know, you think about, like, a Hall of Fame, and I know we talked about this some last year. You never want it to be watered down at all. You want mm-hmm. it to be an honor, and you want people to have really earned it. 
and that's something we talk about, you know, when we're doing this is like, hey, it might hurt feelings, but is this legit? Do you mm -hmm. know what I mean? And so, but we did the class this year, and obviously, man, just outstanding accomplishments. But there are so many guys left and girls left that we haven't hit yet. And so, I'm. It's fun. It's it really is. Um, it's a great class. It's Bruce Johnson, obviously. Bruce was a football and track star. Swanee has tons of track records still on the board. Um, probably won't be broken yeah. in a long, you know, the 100 and 200 especially. Uh, Russell Johnson, Mr. Russell was um, a stalwart in the 50s, honestly, um, and played on some championship teams there. Only the second championship team at that time was called, I think, the Northeast Conference, Florida Conference or something. Mm -hmm. And um, Swanee defeated Columbia. Um, I believe it's his senior year, seven to six, to win that for only the second time since the 20s. And um, also did some officiating, was a longtime member of the quarterback club and a former president of the Swanee Quarterback Club. Frank Stankunis, this is the one, there's always one every year who, like, I've heard of them. That, I was going to say that, yeah. But you didn't understand or yeah. realize how, how impressive the resume was. And so if you go on the Facebook page and you read Frankie's, you know, list of accolades and accomplishments, it's unbelievable. Mm -hmm. I mean, was just an all-around athlete. Unbelievable. Lettered in five sports. And then finally, Daniel Tillman, who we've talked about Daniel before, obviously a great baseball player here for the Bulldogs, and then went on and had a great career in college at Florida Southern, and then was drafted in the second round by the Angels and had a long pro career. Came back and was the pitching coach for three years here at Swanee. Um, another guy that's just, you know, such a good baseball guy and so calm under pressure, very poised, takes that professional approach, yeah, you absolutely. know, and so I think um, it's a really, really strong class, and um, they'll be inducted over homecoming, which is the 30th of September, but their induction will be that Thursday, the 29th, and so if you are, are a current Hall of Famer and you're listening, or if you know a current Hall of Famer, please make sure that they know on the 29th of September we'll have that induction, and um, some more information will be coming out about that. And one thing I think that's so neat about this class, and I'm sure some of the other classes in the past as well, it's it's neat to read how they've come back and have continued to help Swanee Sports. Yep. It was like, you know, they're they're they came here, they did their thing, they made their mark, went on to have great successful college or professional careers or both in, in some of these cases as well. But it's neat to hear they came back to the community in one way or another and helped. I know Bruce Johnson's time was very brief on the football team mm -hmm. where he came back, but he did help coach and Daniel, of course, being a current pitching coach for the Swanee baseball team. It's neat to say if I was a kid, hey, this this person right here can tell me everything I need to know. Yeah. Like, if I end up having his life and what he did, then I'm, I'm good. Yeah. So he can help show me what what to do. And, and, and hearing it from that professional source and knowing, son, this is what I did and here's how I got here. And also telling him maybe what not to do as well. Right. You know, so I, I think it's, it's, just, it's neat to see these people not only make their impact, but then come back and grow their legacy as well. It's funny you say that because, you know, after we played Baker in the first round of the playoffs this year, and we took bullets there for about three innings from the <laughs> Baker County guys. You know, Jamie Rogers, who was obviously very successful football coach for us and still is, but people might not know, Jamie was a college baseball player, and so he played – baseball at Jacksonville University and obviously played at Baker County and he was at the game and he called me the next day he's like I figured out he's like you know Swanee baseball you never have a down year ever no nope. it's always just you know you're always good and he said I figured out why it is he said none of you jokers ever leave he said anybody all the good baseball players from Swanee come back and have kids who are good baseball players and the cycle just repeats wash rinse repeat yeah he's like everybody from Baker, all, all the guys i played with we've all moved off somewhere else he said but swanee the guys just always come back and so um it's true man it is it's a it's a cool thing to have that tradition 
and to um, be able to say that, like you said, kind of, you know, kind of pass it down or pass it on, whatever you want to call it. And so, um, yeah, man, that's neat. That's that's cool stuff for the uh, for the sports programs to have. Yeah, and speaking of baseball, we have a little bit of turnover. I think that's fair to say. Yeah, yeah, we do. We could, we could leave it at that. We'll, yeah, we'll rock out with who we got and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. Um, yeah, so, yeah, there's obviously been, um, in the news, I guess you could say, there's there's just going to be some transfers of some athletes at Swanee High School. And, yeah, I mean, that is what it is, man. I mean, like you said, we are the sons of Swanee Sportscast, so we're going to comment on the guys who are here with us. And that's who we're going to, you know, hopefully give our attention to and be able to celebrate a little bit. And so, yeah, that just is what it is. Yeah, I mean, all I have to say about it is, is I, I trust Coach Bruce. And oh, the, yeah. The program he's developed and the development that he has of, of these rosters. We talked about it last year, Hunter, going into the season. This is a very deep roster. Yeah. And there was talent everywhere. And if you were one of the nine out there, that, that meant you were one of the best nine. But that certainly didn't mean them guys on the bench weren't pushing for a spot. Sure. And I think that drove a healthy competition and it got us all the way to the final four, but I, I do not think no, we, and we this, will be in any trouble next year at all. This isn't the first time somebody's transferred from Swanee. It's not the last time. And listen, we've had guys transfer in. And so, yeah. um, you know, I think if you've listened to this show any amount of time, you probably know my opinion on, on it. But yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I'll just leave it at that. But um, yeah, man, like I said, we're going to ride with the guys who are here, the guys who want to be Bulldogs and and we're going to support that and support the coaching staff because, like you said, man, we've had a lot of success here. Um, the numbers kind of speak for themselves. The accolades kind of speak for themselves, the guys who have gone on. So I say all that to say it, it certainly can be done here. You yeah. know what I mean? It ain't like, yeah. it ain't like you know, nobody's making it out of here and going on to bigger and better things. And nope. So anyway, just is what it is. I don't know what else to say about it. No, that's it. <laughs> you're not giving the people what they want, but you you, no. you said it. You're very you're very diplomatic. Be a, in, in be your, a dog, in your, sum, in your summer days. Be a dog. <laughs> be a dog. We want dogs. Well, Hunter, one other thing that I want to talk about that I don't think we had a chance to talk about since we last met is the football schedule. That's right. We now have the full football full, schedule coming full out. Schedule. We have the kickoff classic on August 19th at home versus the very familiar, just recently talked about, Columbia Tigers. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, you know, um, glad to see it back on the schedule. I think it yeah. should be played. And I understand both sides of it. I'll be honest with you. Having been in it, you know, we um, we took whippings for a lot of years, even with our really talented teams in 2013, 2014, 2015. Those teams were really good. We've just never been able to catch Columbia, which they haven't been down. They, mm -hmm. They're always talented. Um, but, you know, even in those years, I mean, I think the closest game was 21. And so I certainly understood – why we said, hey, especially with the the format that mm. the playoffs and everything went yeah. to, with yeah. the points and all that, I agree. it just didn't make sense really at the time to play. I want to play it. I always want to play it. And I told the coaching staff back then I wanted to play it. Um, you know, just because of the tradition, obviously that's something I'm big on and, and continuing those traditions. And so I'm glad to see it back on the schedule. Now, obviously the kickoff classic doesn't count in the win-loss record at the end of the year, but hopefully this leads into that. And mm. so – yeah, but certainly they're they're definitely getting an influx, so it'll be an interesting team to watch over there. Yes, yes, they have some guys coming in that, yeah, aren't from Columbia County. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Yeah, uh, it's funny, yeah. man. That just ma it makes me laugh. I mean, it's not really related, but it's just funny because back in the day we had church league softball in Swanee County, and there was some little church, some little little church that had a team. 
and they were amazing. They had all these good players on this church <laughs> league softball team. And the rule was you're only supposed to have like three or four that didn't go to that right, church. Right, right. And some, and they were killing somebody one night, and they were, you know, yang yang back and forth at church league, you know, of course. And somebody said, nobody on y'all's team knows what color the carpet is in that church. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, a great line right there. Yeah, it is. It was funny. <laughs> Never expected to hear that. No, but it's, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. But, no, I mean, I um. I saw the schedule, and I know you have it pulled up right yeah. there. And so, yeah, it's going to be a good one. Now, we, I know we go we go Columbia. That's at home, yeah. correct? Yeah, and we're on the road the first two weeks, that right. actually, of, of the regular season. And I season. always like playing different people. I mean, I love the familiar rivalries, which we get to keep, and I know we'll kind of go down the list. But we open up the regular season with Flagler-Palm Coast, and that's fun because, I mean, it's a trip you've never been on before. Yeah, I was going to say, I know nothing about that school. No, it's a bigger school, and I yeah. think I looked, and they were – I think they were over 500 last year, like six and four, mm-hmm. seven and three, something like that. Mm-hmm. Not a world beater, but a good solid program. Um, you know, they're south of, I guess, it's south of St. Augustine, kind of in between yeah, so. St. Yeah, Augustine and Daytona. Up, yeah. And so, um, yeah, we'll open the regular season with them, and then we make the trip across the river to Hamilton County. And so, I mean, we say you know we open on the road the first two weeks, but going to Hamilton County, you know, yeah, it doesn't really count. Hop, skip, and a jump. You right, know? right, right, right. And so then that's on September the second. Then we come back home for Chiefland. Um, now, Chiefland was really good last year. Yeah. Now, they have a new coach, I believe. But, um, so, yeah, so that's cool. Um, and then Wildwood. Now, Wildwood's one that was really, really good last year. Mm-hmm. And so, looking forward to that one. Those are both at home. So, it's a definitely three of the first four weeks are some really unfamiliar opponents as far yeah. as you've heard of them, but you really – we don't play it's them. It's a feeling process, yeah. Right. And then the 23rd, we go to North Marion. Now, that – that's gonna be. It was yeah because those games with North Marion when we were in the district with them for three or four years those were some wars. We went down there I know in 2013 and lost, and then 2014 came up here and had a great comeback in the second half. That was I remember that one because they had a running back who went to Louisville, and I don't remember his name, but he ran for like 200 yards in the second half, mm-hmm. and they went in at halftime and made some adjustment. And I don't know what, but he went for like negative two yards in the <laughs> second half, and it and we ended up coming back to win. I remember. Um, ran a fake punt. Aaron McAllister ran a fake punt for a big first down. Denzel Washington, who was always a running back, but they had him going both ways that night, had a huge inter- – baited a guy into an interception, a big interception that he returned, and we ended up going on to win. And that was a really exciting game. So North Marion, kind of like, you know, when you think about teams that we're really similar to, that's one of them. You know, like yeah, Wakulla, Baker yeah. County, yeah. North Marion, kind of along those same lines. It's, it's just what region are you from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, like that's your version of, right, of us. Right, of us, yeah. And so that's pretty cool. And then homecoming on the 30th against Taylor County. Um, that's going to be good because um, that's the district this year. Got, I don't yep. know if we mentioned Got that. Taylor County. District, yep. Taylor County and Wakulla, that's the district. And um, I know the playoffs are set up again. I believe it's the district – it's the seeding, right? So it's the district champion goes, mm-hmm. and then it's wild cards. I believe so, yeah. So I don't you think got, there's any changes. You got the, yeah. four, the four districts within the region. So the four district champions are seeded one through four, and then you got the four wild card spots. And so us, Taylor County, and Wakulla. So you win those two, you're in. So that's good. Yeah, and, you know, just we, we know what we're getting ourselves into with Wakulla just because we've had some pretty good battles with them here recently. Taylor County being back on the schedule, back in the district. Haven't played them in quite some time. I can't remember the last time we actually did play them, but to have them back at home for homecoming should be a good crowd. Like you talked about, Hunter, that should be the Hall of Fame induction where they go out there on, at halftime and induct everyone officially, right. you know, yeah. and, and give them their flowers, give them their praise right there on the field. So it should be a good crowd, and that should be a, a fun game to have yeah. Taylor County back on the schedule. And the fact that we're capitalizing on all that, hopefully, of a good crowd, it's a district game, 
And that, that district, and that's the first district game because we face Wakulla on the road later in the year. Right. You really need to go ahead and get oh, that yeah. dub you need to on get that win. night. And they've gotten some players in. I know they got a, a guy or two from Gadsden County. One's committed to South Carolina. So, I mean, they've got some guys. And then, um, so the week after that, you have Santa Fe. And where's our buy? Okay, I see our buy yep. now. So, yep. Santa Fe, right. obviously. Between Madison and Wakulla. The long-standing rivalry we have with Santa Fe used to be a great rivalry. They've kind of had a revolving door of coaches lately, though, so you never know. But they could be athletic. You never know. And then on the 14th, you got Madison County at home, and no better time to break the streak than at home. Yep. And um, <laughs> we shall see. Now, they got a new coaching staff. Um, Price Harris from Dinellon takes over there. Yeah. Coach Coe went up to Coffee County in Georgia. And um, like many coaches from Florida have done, whole another conversation. Get paid about twice as much. Yeah, no doubt. Even if you're an assistant, he, he took he took yeah. Florida head coaches with him to be assistants. A couple of them. Anyway, that's incredible. Whole another conversation. It's a whole podcast in itself. And then you have the week off, so that's good. So I like that. Now, I mean, obviously, you'd love to have a week off before Madison, but probably more important to have the week off before Wakulla, yeah, which absolutely. is the, the district in, game. In terms of district and, and playoff implications, mm-hmm. that, that Wakulla game on the road. On the road. That's going to be a toughie. That's yeah. going to be a toughie. Yeah. It is. I mean, that'll be a great game. And, you know, if we take care of business against Taylor County, that, that'll be for the district title. So yeah, that'll be that a big one. We'll need to travel well over to Wilkilia County. And then finally at home, we wrap up. We talked about him earlier. Jamie Rogers and the Bradford Tornadoes come into Paul Langford Stadium on on November the 4th to wrap up the regular season. Yeah, I think he's a little familiar with the stadium. Good times. Yeah. Good times. Yeah, he'll know. He'll know his way around. He'll know a little Find bit. his way to the visitor locker room. I'm going to make it 100 degrees in there. I'm going to have a conversation with A.D. Frank Allen about that. Well, Turn up the heat. You used to be able to pull them strings, but now, now you got to – yeah, I gotta, put, put gotta it, make a put, call. Put it in Frank's ear. <laughs> gotta yeah, make yeah, a call yeah. about that. So yeah, so that's it, man. So okay, so I don't want to do W's and L's now. Nah, I want to I mean, watch it's practice. Too, it's too unpredictable. I want to watch honestly. practice before we do I mean, W's and L's. There's so many new people on this year's schedule that you don't really know. I mean, you, you just look up and down the roster. Yeah. Or, or down the schedule, you know, Madison will call Bradford to close out the year. The, Oof, that, that's, yeah, that's yeah. a stretch. Yeah. You got to you got to get a dub. You got to get you a know, dub. And, and a hopefully hopefully it's the one at Wakulla if you pick. You know, yeah, if no, you, you only get one win out of those last three games, it's got to be the Wakulla game. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, we'll know a lot about ourselves by then too. So yeah. I mean, it gives you plenty of time to build up to it, and you know you feel pretty good about the two weeks before that. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So we'll see. Hope, hopefully, start off strong in the in the middle of the year, just kind of figure out what we got, and then to close the year by then, we'll we'll know what we're getting ourselves into and what kind of team we got and. You know, with us doing a summer episode, normally our first episode back, or at least our yeah. first or second episode back, is always with Coach Kyler Hall kind of doing a preview of the football season, and that's always one of my favorite episodes of the year. Absolutely. Um, so we'll do that like we always do, and we'll see what Coach Hall has to say about this year's squad. And and I know they had sent out something about um, season tickets, and yep. um, so those will be coming out. So if you're a season ticket holder, or even if you're not, um, give a call up to Swanee High School. Those should be coming out here in the next couple weeks. Um, be able to pick up your season tickets, and that is a big part of funding everything because it gives you a great idea of where you're at financially. Yeah, and so um, love is what thirty dollars for per person. I don't know. I haven't seen it this yeah. year. It changes, you know, because and the reason it changes a lot. People complain about well, season tickets are going up or whatever. A lot of that has to do with the fees that are charged to the school, especially like officials. Officials prices have gone up every year it seems like here recently Mm -hmm. and so that kind of affects your ticket prices because you know you want to at least keep that same profit margin to make sure you're funding everything the way it needs to be funded and so yeah and this I mean football is the straw that stirs the drink we've talked about it before and so certainly um keep an eye out for that what else you got, TJ? You got to don't be that guy. I haven't really. Oh, I kind of got one. You kind of got it's one. It's not right. like a good one, but no. It's, I I feel bad for this guy. Let me just go ahead and say it on the front end. Okay. Or or 
I, I say guy. It's a, it's a, it's a non-gender specific individual that oh. I'm referring to. Oh boy! Don't be that guy, that mascot, that poor, poor mascot that got truck sticked by AJ Dillon in an Oklahoma drill. Yeah. For a minor league promotion. <laughs> I saw that. I mean, that's unfair. Oh, that's, that's unfair. That's, that's not, not a fair fight at all. That's not good. You know, and I mean, we don't talk politics on here, but when you said that, it kind of made me think of something political. But I did see yesterday, and you could be, don't be that girl, that um, I won't even say the names. You can go look up the video. But a couple of um, congresswomen, congress people, persons, congresspersons, were, I like that. were escorted from a protest yesterday and pretended to be handcuffed. They weren't actually handcuffed, but had the hands behind the back like they were handcuffed. Just kind of humorous to me. Yeah, mine was going to be my don't be that guy was going to be Henrik Stenson, because I am a huge fan of the Ryder Cup, mm -hmm. and so my man like forget the majors, forget everything. Give yeah. if I can watch one golf event, give me the Ryder, Ryder Cup. Cup. Yeah, love it. USA, and I hate that's why I hate Sergio Garcia, hate Ian Poulter, <laughs> hate them. Well, Henrik Stenson's going to be Europe's captain. Yeah, for the next Ryder Cup next year. Until yesterday, when my man says, "No, nah, I'm heading to heading to live heading to live golf." Yeah. And, like, dude, you couldn't wait just another year to go to live, I mean, and take the money in. Like, yeah. You had to do it now, and now, I you, think don't, he, I think now he, you don't get to be the captain of the Ryder Cup team. I, I think he saw pictures of the uh, private jet, the oh PJ that they're rocking out in. I don't think I could do it. I'm not – I don't think I could do the live golf. No. Not, not when they're backed by yeah, it's just people responsible for 9-11 or – Beheadings you know. and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's – you got to draw a line in the sand yeah, somewhere, man. Yeah. yeah, we keep it light man, over here. We, now, we keep it light over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean – I guess we all have a price. I'm not sure. I haven't been presented that option. So, no. no. I heard Barkley may be going over there to commentate. Really? Yeah. He's got a meeting with him at least. I don't know. Wow. Yeah. Well, I know he's he's talked about wanting to be done with TNT for a little while now because mm -hmm. I think I'm not sure how much longer he's got on his contract, but he he's long maintained that when his contract's done, that he's, he's leaving, out. he's retiring. Uh, he's certainly not hurting for money either, though. But no. If if you got a price, you know, Lib Golf seems to be willing to throw money at you to reach that price. Yeah, I hear you. But yeah, my my don't be that guy, that that poor poor fella. So I actually don't remember the, the young man's name, but he said it was just he wanted to work in sports and this was a he said he's 5 minutes from the stadium, so he got an opportunity and they offered him the mascot gig and of course he he took it. He has never played football at all. The most the most physical sport he's ever played in his words was basketball. Uh-huh. But he's a 5 foot 9, 165 pound cross country kid. That, oh, that, was, that was his own words himself. So he's never played football down in his life. So the very first Oklahoma drill he has ever done was with said <laughs> running back, quad father, A.J. Dillon of gonna, the Green Bay Packers. You're going to have to post. It's not a fair fight. You're going to have to post the video on our page. Yeah, just, yeah, just in case anyone hasn't seen this, I'll, yeah. I'll put it on Twitter for reference sake <laughs> because, by God. Now, what I was actually worried about, now, of course, I'm worried about the young man's well-being in the suit, but ha so have you seen the video? Oh, yeah. Okay, so... For those of you who I've have, got a lot of free time right now. For, for those of you who have seen the video, the mascot, spoiler alert, his head goes off. Oh yeah. So the children in yeah. attendance, I'm oh, sure now they're like, all you know. Oh my all. god, they're you know. But he actually said that in the interview that I that I listened to him do. He said the first thing that I thought of was I got to get my headgear back on mm -hmm. because of the kids. So good good awareness there. Very good situation awareness. <laughs> You know, if we did like Madden rankings for for mascots, his situation awareness went up because of that sentence I hope right there. He got paid well. Huh. I, so I, I heard, and also Jordan Love was in attendance as well. So it wasn't just uh, AJ Dillon. Man, for, he's making you want to talk money to do nothing. Yeah, the, the, I guess it was backup night for, yeah. for minor leagues because you know you got Aaron Jones and Jordan Love in attendance, <laughs> but. But they said that he got an autograph from A.J. Dillon, got a picture with A.J. Dillon and uh, 
Jordan Love also took a picture with him. I honestly hope they just paid for his medical bill. Yeah, yeah, you give me a picture, give me an autograph if you want. Can you help the the chest that you just caved in go to the hospital? Yeah. That that would be my bigger concern at that point in time. But just don't be that guy that your first Oklahoma drill you ever participate in is against A.J. Dillon. No. It's not going to work out in your favor. That's not going to be good. I'm thinking of more now. There was like a guy yesterday at the All Star stuff. Did you see him? He was like an adult, like yeah. moving kids out of the way yeah. to get an autograph. I mean, come, from on, come on, what man. Come on, man. Douchebag. You got you got to you got to bring a kid with you in that situation to do your dirty work yeah, for you. No doubt. Like you just got to find a kid. There's like, been so much stuff over the summer, and you know you forget about it all because we haven't recorded. This is why I got to keep better notes. You got yeah. You got to keep a note. Just need to have a running thing in my phone, which I had to get a new phone. This always happens. I'll tell you who. Don't be that guy. Don't be Verizon. Oh dear. When somebody you know. Get their phone paid off or whatever. What's what happens? The phone stops working. Of course, you know, like the speaker doesn't work. Yeah. Can't talk on the phone. Dropping calls. Yeah. Yeah. So that it's like you have to get a new one, and they give you this great deal. Anyway, that's a whole other well, song I mean, and dance. Friend, friend of podcast, Evan Johnson works for for, for Verizon. I thought about calling easy because you well, in the Verizon stores. I thought about calling because in the Verizon stores, there's never anybody from Live Oak in there. Like these people, they just rotate. Like they these do. guys are they driving do. from they Jacksonville. Do. It's like, what's yeah. the point of that? Yeah, I don't even understand. Just give me a guy from Live Oak in the Live Oak store. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they just don't they want it. They probably to. think it's going to be the good old yeah, boy yeah, system. Yeah, they, they don't want that hometown discount. Deals. Yeah, they don't want that hometown discount. So they give me somebody from St. Mary's, Georgia, coming to the Live Oak store. Anyway. Yeah. Whole nother Evan, it's not your fault, buddy. No, I was hoping, wishing you were there, Evan. There you yeah, go. There so, you go. See? We could have used could've you. Could have used you. He, he helped me out. He, he no, I mean, me it's right. fine. I got, got a new right. phone. It's all good. I mean, you know. It is a process, though. Yeah, they're not sponsoring next week, let's say that. That's fair. Or That's whenever well, we meet again. I was going to say, whoa, next week. Yeah, no. Whenever we I, meet again. I was going to say, this probably concludes our summer coverage. That's right. <laughs> you'll see we'll be back in like three weeks. Well, it's only like three weeks, man. Yeah, yeah. It flies by. Like, my kids just got out of school, and now they're going back. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, I already was posting back. Shout out to Springcrest, man. Almost an A school. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, man. Do man, your thing. Close. Close. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, well, hey, listen, we appreciate you being with us. Hopefully this gets you through the next three weeks. We know you're dying to hear from us. From the number one podcast in Swanee County. Covering Swanee sports. That's right. Yes. The number one podcast exclusively covering Swanee sports. Yes. Correct. We'll, well, be, we'll be number one somehow, some way. In our own mind. Remember, go find us on Facebook and Twitter, and only five-star reviews will be accepted. Everything else is kicked out. And until next time, go go dogs. dogs.